When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We would also like to pay our respects to elders past and present. The 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final. Quintessential preliminary final thriller. Craig McRae's men will go to the Grand Final by the margin of one point. A perfect season at the Gabba is the launching pad to the last day at the MCG. It's a true heavyweight clash. It's a roar you can feel from the roots to the rafters of the MCG. We have got the finish to beat all finishes. Calling the masters of the close finish. Opposition teams can never, ever feel safe. Not until the final siren goes. The Collingwood fans know what's happening. It's transfixing. It's paralyzing. And it's nine points and closing. They have the stars. Jordan Degoe and Nick Dacos. The champions, Scott Pendlebury and Steel Sidebottom. And a true leader of men, Darcy Moore. The pies are the full package. Chris put the stoppage, threw it onto the boot, had good direction about it. He wobbled at home. Nick Dacos of all people. Oh, no. Of all people, Nick Dacos, the star of the show again. Elliot Big oh. Elliot takes a monster. And Brisbane. How could any team stop this forward line? Danaher, Hipwood, Cameron, McCarthy, Bailey, Rayner. It's stacked with X-Factors and match winners. Then there's the midfield. A two-time Brownlow medalist, Lockie Neal. A premiership player, Josh Dunkley. And the safety of Harris Andrews in defence. Pulls the kick to Danaher. 30 out, directly in front. Joe to light the gabber up. Brisbane are in front. What a salvage mission it's been. McCluggage got the handball to Zorko. Standing start round the body goal. Hand pass for Charlie Cameron. Wheels around and goals. Strike up the band. Collingwood versus Brisbane. Craig McRae versus Chris Fagan. Live from the MCG. Welcome to AFL Nation. Magnificent stuff, so many great players with so many fantastic storylines. Two outstanding teams and two magnificent coaches. It sets up what is going to be a magnificent day here at the MCG for the 2023 AFL Grand Final. Hello and welcome everybody to AFL Nation. Andy Ma for Elders. Buy your canola from Elders for a chance to win a Toyota Land Cruiser and for Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. So much to get through between now and the opening bounce. Who better to spend the first bit of that uh, with than Kane Corns and Brad Johnson. Cornsy, it's, uh, it's colourful, it's hot, it's windy. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's an extraordinary build-up for what's going to hopefully be a fantastic game. It's all of that, and we're just witnessing the players. Like, things are just different on grand final yes. day. So you, you get your boots on a little bit later, albeit I can see that Braden Maynard has his footy boots on already. You warm up earlier than you usually would because there's the biggest stage you've ever seen. 
for Kiss right in the middle <laughs> of the park. So you do a little warm-up now, but then you go back inside and you sit there. And as a player, you are oblivious to everything that is going on and all you are focusing on is your first contest. But I just, I don't know, the Collingwood players feel relaxed to me. Jono, as we, we welcome you into the coverage and I know you're excited to be here, but they are relaxed. They're embracing the moment. We've seen that at the grand final parade yesterday. We're seeing it on the ground now. And I don't know, there's something about this group that has been special. It's been special all year. Yeah, good afternoon, Kane, Andy, and, and everybody. Right. You're right. It's uh, MCG looks looks magic, and they've got one set of stairs to climb. I think that's been the, the motto for the Pies throughout the entire home and away yep. season. Craig McRae set that up. He got the buy-in from the from the team about climbing the stairs like he did when he was over, overseas yep. and uh, on the, uh, didn't decide to take the escalator, went up the, the big ramp of stairs and thought, okay, there's my theme for the year. And, and they've built on that uh, in, a, in a big way. And they've had their ups and downs. I reckon they would have even climbed down a couple in the last six weeks with some of their performances and injuries and things just not going their way. But they got themselves right and primed for uh, a big day today. And it's, it's going to be super. The MCG is just absolutely electric at the moment. So much to talk about in the lead-in to the opening bounce. The, the conditions, I can't separate myself. It's everything. It's, I've ridden my bike in here, and it's hot. And you've got a, a thumping northerly behind you from where I come in. But these conditions, I was fascinated by Tim Watson earlier in the week saying that he would have been anxious and nervous about his capacity to perform on a day like this, knowing that he had the internal thermometer that just wasn't built to cope with these conditions. Is the modern player better? at coping with this stuff? Or will there be a number of players in both rooms in yep. the lead-up to this worried about what, what it, these conditions are going to um, dish up for them? I don't know if the modern player is better at dealing with it, but the technology and the uh, information around dealing with it is better. Yeah. So, I mean, they would have planned for this as a high-performance group and conditioning staff for, for a long time now. So I would imagine there's things like pre-cooling, which is what a lot of marathon runners do if they're going to run in a hot marathon they get the ice vests on half an hour before the game to cool your body temperature right down they'll get in the shade potentially at at quarter time if you can from the stands there'll be pickle juice there'll be all sorts of nutrition that the players take in perhaps Jono you might reduce your rotation say for a Jordan Ngoi who might stay out there for nine minutes he might reduce that to seven and and, and try and do that albeit you've got to be conscious of of the rotation cap now so I mean that the sports science staff, particularly for a club like Collingwood, are so well resourced. They'll have contingency plans in place oh, today. Absolutely, they would. And we, back in the uh, a few years ago, when we used to have the AFL Academy, we used to go over to the IMG Academy in the US. It yep. was a fantastic thing. Gatorade had their big sports science um, uh, facility there, and that's one of the reasons why we went there because we, as the juniors coming through the draftees, they'd be sweat tested and just yep. starting to get used to what will happen when they come into the AFL world. And that's exactly what. The, the sports science and the, the strength and conditioning would have worked on over the over a period of time, not just for today, but but testing sweat, making sure hydration's right, how to replace and and how to deal with those <laughs> scenarios. We used to go to Darwin and work work, in, ask the, you work, about that. work in the heat room yeah. for a few weeks out. Um, just to sort of start get used to sweating again because middle of winter here in Melbourne, yeah, yeah, yeah. the sun comes on our back today and we're and we're just sweating a treat. So it's more getting used to that sort of stuff and then building some strategies for hydration for mm potential rotations that, that come into play. The players will put ice vests on potentially a quarter time today, which they haven't done yep. throughout uh, you know the season so far. There's just things you can do to to assist to get that core temperature down, allow you to feel good about yourself to go to go get it again. Talk to me about that lactic hit. The big game, you're 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 peaking with anxiety and 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 you know excited nervousness. 
you get out there, you want to get your first touch, you want to get into the game as quickly as you can. You know, you, we hear these stories about, I, I hit a wall and then I was waiting, I needed a second wind to come in and I got it. It came in and I was away. Yeah. What if it doesn't come? What, what if it doesn't come? <laughs> what if your legs point. feel that, heavy and you just, you just can't get have, into the you game? You have to go. Uh, and that's where the, the mental side of things plays into it as well. And a lot of these players now work with sports psychologists and they, they talk about it and they try and tap into the mental side of things. Because not every day do you wake up on game day feeling great. No. Someone's carrying an injury. Yep. Someone hasn't been able to train because they've been carrying a niggle like a... Nick Dacos, he'll be blowing early. I guarantee you, second game back is it's often harder. more difficult than the first game back. <laughs> yeah. So how they manage him, uh, we, we don't have the starting lineups yet, but he started on the bench last week. Do they do that again? Does he start on the bench at the start of every quarter? So, I mean, so they would have worked through all of this, but they're the one percenters, aren't they? We've still got to focus on the fundamentals that wins finals. That's pressure around the footy. It's your ability to win critical contests. And it's your ability to finish. Now, you've spoken about the blustery conditions, which happens here at the MCG. Eric Hipwood's got a shot from 27 metres out, slide angle in the first quarter. Uh, can he cope, can he cope with that? Because historically, we don't know if he can. Last week, he did. Uh, he kicked that first goal in the first quarter, which was so important for, for the Lions to get them on the board. But today, in different surroundings, not at the Gabba, can you cope with that? So we, we can talk about the weather and, and no doubt the back end of the third quarter, it's going to get really difficult for these players to manage that. But I don't suspect it to be an issue in the first half. Uh, and perhaps that's where one of these teams can inflict a lot of damage on the opposition. Because they can both score quickly. I know John O'Collingwood haven't done that in the last couple of weeks. I reckon they'll play a bit more attacking today. And I think they need to kick 13 to 14 goals to win. Yeah, I agree with that. They've had a power quarter all year, haven't they? They've had a, a second or third quarter which yeah. has gone bang and exploded the game. But the rest has been sort of a lockdown and real strategy in the way that they, they like to sort of control the ball at different stages. So... Does that, does that quarter need to come early? I think all Pies fans will want that quarter yeah, to, yeah. to happen extremely early in this game. But, but likelihood is it's, it's more around maybe back half of the second quarter, maybe into the third, that they will try and explode in this game and, uh, and get a gap on the scoreboard. Are we, are we, if you're looking at it through the Collingwood prism, are you worried that you know, since they locked up their spot in the top eight, then they locked up their spot in the top two, then Nick Dacos gets hurt, and then that form that we've been talking about and we've seen it hasn't come back yet. We haven't seen that quite come back. Just in patches, hasn't it? it has. Like John O'Shea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are um, you worried about that? Trying to refine, rediscover that on Grand Final Day? Uh, perhaps, but if they get it, I mean, if they get it, and we've seen them being able to get it, they defend so well. It's a different proposition this this Brisbane side. So, I mean, there's two factors here we can focus on on Brisbane and what they need to do to beat Collingwood. But Collingwood defends so well. And they're fit. Like, they feel, they feel like they've selected fit play. Both sides have, actually, which I really like. They've gone in. There's no one really under a cloud. They made the early call on, on um, Lipinski as a sub, which we liked. And yep. Frampton, you yep. came on your show yep. early. Yep. And you're like, okay, well, that's good. We sorted that out. And there hasn't been an issue ever since. There's been no conjecture or debate about that. And Payne's the same. Like, last week, ruled him out straight away. This week, okay, bang, he's done one training session in three weeks. We, we just can't risk playing him. So what I like is both teams are fit, full complement mm. of players. Um, and, look, the best thing about today is that the two best teams are in it yeah. and we're going to get the best spectacle as a result. John, I'll get your thoughts on that when we come back. It is AFL Nation pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles. 25% off most Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont's before we go to the break. Let's get a sports bet update for the grand final. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. They've been the two best teams all season long, so it's only fitting that Brisbane and Collingwood square off in the 2023 AFL 
grand final. The market has been absolutely rock solid all week. Collingwood, they'll go in favourites. They'll start this grand final as the favourite, $1.73. Brisbane, the travelling Lions, they'll be the underdogs. And they've claimed the status too, $2.08. The line here, nothing in it. The traders have got this set at three and a half points. Hopefully they're on the money because if it is a three-point game, either way, this will be an absolute beauty. The total points, 166 and a half. It's supposed to be a sunny, sunny day. Well, it is a sunny, sunny, warm day. No excuses from a weather perspective for poor skills and poor goal kicking, but there are excuses when it comes to the explosive pressure of grand final day. For those wondering... Neither of the prelims nor the semi-finals surpassed 166 points. So that might give you a bit, a bit of a lead. For value hunters, I like three at $34 for the Norm Smith. Zach Bailey, he's my top pick. He had 18 and kicked two in their round 23 game. He's 34 bucks. Cam Rayner, you can't tackle him. And when he tackles you, you stay tackled. He is a beast. He's $34. And the veteran from the Pies... Steel side bottom up and down the wing. He was one of the best players on the ground in the qualifying final. Thirty-four bucks. He can do it. First goal, my old mate Charlie Cameron will do. Ten bucks for Charles to rev him up and kick the first goal. And a quick sports bet, same game multi for you before we get this grand final underway. Brisbane to win. I think they'll be the champs of the AFL. Jasper Fletcher up and down the Shane Warne stand wing. Fifteen plus disposals. And Zach Bailey two or more goals in. The decider. 11 bucks for your sports bet, same game multi. Enjoy the game. The Lions and the Pies to decide it all. Make it look easy with sports bet. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. A grand final of presenting partners of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, powered by the Ladbrokes Million Dollar Chase and OMF 100% comfy mattresses. Blue skies. Warm temperature, players out on the ground doing their warm-ups, back with more of the pre-match on the other side of the break here on AFL Nation. You're listening to the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final on AFL Nation. For Elders Home Loans and Tyre Power, your tyre experts. Great to have you with us at the MCG. Players are heading off the ground now. They've gone through their paces early. The umpires are out there doing their bits and pieces. We're about uh, half an hour away from the magnificent kiss just taking the, the MCG by storm. So we've got a lot to look forward to in the lead-up to the bounce of the 2023 grand final. Ben Graham joins us in the meantime. Uh, we have been uh, asking people to participate for their chance to win an incredible Arizona holiday mode, possible by the Arizona Office of Tourism and United Airlines. The big fella knows a bit about Arizona, having spent some time over there. Benny, thanks for joining us, mate. Oh, good afternoon, Andy. Thanks for having me on. Yes, today feels like a beautiful winter's day in Phoenix. Nearly <laughs> 30 degrees. I'm um, actually at the MCG. What a great game it should be. But yes, we are celebrating Arizona tourism and all that Arizona and Phoenix has to offer. And this Prize, thanks to iCanWin.com.au and Arizona Tourism and United Airlines has been an absolutely brilliantly run competition through SEN and today's the big day where the winner is announced. So you're about to do that. We've had over 2,000 entries who have had to put some work into their entries. Just before we announce the winner, why is it such a great place to go, Ben? Uh, the weather is absolutely amazing. 12 months of the year, even when it gets a little hot during the midst of summer, you can head up to Sedona and Flagstaff. But there's so much to do from a sporting perspective. It's got four professional sports.
sporting teams in Phoenix. There's hiking, mountain biking, camelback, and not forgetting about the golf. The golf is the best golfing destination in the world in my book. Lived there for three years, loved every minute of it. So if you don't win the competition, but you did enter and you want to get there, hit me up because I'll give you the uh, the do's and <laughs> what to do when you do get to Phoenix. And I might even come with you. There you go. You're going to travel partner if you need one. Just quickly, the uh, there wasn't much expected of the Cardinals this season, but they made a pretty bright start to the NFL campaign. No one expected them to win a game, Andy, but they did lose the first two games uh, in close encounters, but they upset the Cowboys in week three. Everyone thought the Cowboys were on their way, but the NFL season, week four this week, has been some sensational results. The Dolphins put up 70 points. Last week, over 700 offensive yards. They're one to watch in the AFC, the 49ers and the Eagles in the NFC. And Taylor Swift. We're on Taylor Swift watch. Every yes, we are. <laughs> She's at MetLife Stadium in New York uh, tomorrow morning. So we'll be covering that game on SDN in the morning. So make sure you tune in. Righto. Without further ado, mate, uh, out of the 2,000... Uh, entries there we can only be one winner uh, of the amazing Arizona holiday for the Arizona Office of Tourism and United Airlines. Benny, you've got the uh, you've got the privilege of announcing the winner. Who is it? I do. It's just been sent to me, and the winner is Lisa Isaac. Lisa Isaac is the winner. She put a great little blurb in there about Phoenix. Her husband is a sports mad. Uh, a fan, particularly baseball, so I'm sure they'll get a baseball game in there uh, while they're over there. But congratulations to Lisa Isaac, who is the winner of the trip for two to Phoenix, Arizona. Good on you, big fella. Uh, thanks for all of that. I think we might have Lisa on the line. Uh, Lisa, uh, come on in. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. I can't, I still, I can't believe it. I can't <laughs> believe it. It's just, oh, what a dream. I have, just, you been, I, have you been over there before? I've never been there. I've always, I mean, it's always a dream to go over to America and Arizona especially. And um, like I said before, my husband's a massive um, baseball fan. So going to see one of the Diamondbacks would be amazing. Um, It's just so much. I'm just trying to do some research on it. And there's just so much to do. Helicopter over Grand Canyon. I don't even know. Yeah, I just, I can't believe it. And I I want to thank... Can I, can I just thank SEN and Arizona Tourism Office for putting this together and making it possible? A true, a true dream. I, I just can't believe it. 2,000 entries. Uh, that's it's awesome. Amazing. And you'll be, you'll be flown, out, flown over there by United Airlines. United um, you, Airlines, you, yeah. you submitted You submitted the poem, didn't you? Yes, I did. I did. I do have it in front of me. If you... Go on, read it out. Give us it before, okay. we, uh, before we let you get back to it. Just read out the okay. poem for us, Lisa. Yeah. Arizona's red rocks and desert sun... Grand Canyon's beauty second to none. Sedona's charm and skies so clear. In Arizona, adventure's always near. Well, that is thoroughly yeah. deserving. Thoroughly <laughs> deserving of winning a keenly fought-out contest, Lisa. Hey, to you and your Thank husband, you. congratulations. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you've got 12 months to use. Uh, the yes. prize. Uh, go and have the trip of a lifetime. And uh, oh, thanks for participating wait. and having a go. Well done. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, everyone. All the best. Lisa congratulations, Isaac. Lisa. There you go. Benny's Thank still you. there. So go on. Get, say thanks to Benny, Lise. Oh, thanks, Benny. I hope you're having fun over there. Yeah, fantastic, Lisa. You and your husband have a fantastic trip. It is a great city. Oh, we'll, I'll, need, I'll need a few tips as well. You have to send us a few tips.
I will do. Make the connection with SEN when they give you the prize and I'll make sure that I follow you up and give you all you need to know before you head off. Perfect. Thank you so much. It's amazing. Thank you. Well done, you two. Ben Graham, uh, the ambassador. Lisa Isaac, the winner. Uh, It's been great fun to promote and award the holiday for two, thanks to the Arizona Office of Tourism and United Airlines, a great place for sports lovers and outdoor enthusiasts. Visit Arizona.com. That sounds like a reasonable trip. I know we're all into our American oh, sport. That'd be a great place to very go. Very jealous. Pretty amazing. Reckons there's that much to do there. So, yeah, one day, one day. Oh, United Airlines, what an airline. Man, you just work in the room. This is outstanding by you. So uh, good. I've actually travelled with them a few times, Andy. Nice. Haven't, haven't missed... A drum, honestly. Well, so that makes a nice change these days with airlines. So yep. uh, that's a good little pump up for uh, United Airlines. Well Business. done to Lisa and well done to you, Benny, for uh, for doing all the work you do for promoting the great state of Arizona. Um, have you got a favourite story out here today for, amongst the 46 players who are going to be running around? Is there one player in particular who you're finding yourself drawn to? Yep. Scott Pendlebury. Yeah, go like, on. Like, <laughs> well, one. start at the top, right? Like, I don't think he's been spoken about enough this week. It's, but there's been a lot of other stories. I've read about Jordan Ngoi a lot. Clearly, we're reading about the Dacoses. But let's have a look at Pendlebury. Like, what is it, 14 times top three in their best and fairest? The All-Australian numbers, the Norm Smith medal, the amount of games that he has played, the amount of games that he has captained for this club. He's their greatest ever player. And if he wins another one today, and who knows... If, imagine if he produced another Norm Smith medal-like performance. Like, he, he's in the Selwood category of last year for me. Yet we were talking a lot about about Joel, and, and Joel got to the finish line with a really strong performance on grand final day. It was magnificent. Pendlebury's going to keep going. Yep. And he looks like he can keep going. So, chatted to him at the Brownlow, uh, and it's a real lesson for young players entering the game. From day one, he was an absolute professional, and he said that he shadowed Buckley and Burns and Lecuria and these players, and they taught him... To be a professional, sometimes it takes players till they're 26, 27. Look at Dugowie. He's probably taken him to yep. 27. Yep. He knew straight away. And if you look at the way that he's prepared himself for that journey, it's no surprises that he's still doing what he's doing. You don't get lucky in this game, and he hasn't got lucky. And his legacy, if he wins today, is going to be right up with there with the Hodge and Selwood and, and all of the greats. Yeah, oh, he's been a superstar, really has. And we don't, I don't throw that word around lightly. He is a genuine superstar of the competition. He's calm, and you'll see that early. He'll yeah, be calm, yeah, yeah. he'll be clean, yeah. uh, like he normally is. He'll get that little sidestep happening. For, for me, from a Brisbane perspective, and yes, he's a, he's a, he is a mate of mine, but Josh Dunkley. And, yeah. and I only mention Josh because Brisbane got him for a reason, to assist the midfield, to provide more pressure, to get those one percenters right, the tackles, the smothers, all those things that he's excellent at, but to also help... Uh, Neil go to a, yep. go to another level in terms of where he can play, but also McCluggage and Berry and, and all the other youngsters that they flow through that area. Ashcroft is the other one that unfortunately is not playing today. So, but that recruit of Josh has been fantastic, and and without question that got them from prelim dramas to a grand final today because of that one recruit in their midfield, what they needed that extra layer, and he's been sensational. He for sure them. has, and we all suspect it's going to be. Dunkley going to the goey around a whole lot of stoppages, and if that is the case, that is worth the price of admission in and of itself. It is the AFL Nation pregame show for Beaumont Tiles. 25% off most Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont's. Our grand final presenting partners at Cobram Estate, the good oil and alternative trusted plant medicine doctors. You're listening to the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final on AFL Nation. For Elders Home Loans and Tire Power, your tire experts. 
Welcome back to the MCG. William Barton and Jess Hitchcock, who some, does so much great work with Paul Kelly, amongst so many, have just performed the first of many uh, acts uh, in the lead-up to the opening bounce and, of course, Kiss, the headline uh, entertainment act that we've got to look forward to. Mike Brady's not too far away from belting out a couple of tunes as the motorcade yep. uh, gets underway. Fellas, which is always a highlight. I, I wonder, do we know whether... Lance Watts part of it today? No, I don't think he is. is. No, he's no not right. which is a shame because obviously what Buddy has achieved in the game is absolutely outstanding. It was only played against him for a little bit, Kane, but uh, watching him for the last period of time has been enormous. And the, the two Tiger champions lead the way here at the MCG, Andy. Go on, pick a few of them off. Just give us your thoughts as we as we wait for Mike Brady and the and the Toyotas when their way past us. Daniel Rich gets well, that's the, the... That's the roar yep. you can hear for Daniel Rich. And Greg Swan was on crunch time this morning, the CEO of the Lions, and he said, look, he was the face of our footy club for, for so long, yeah, and yeah. he was such a good player, and he just said, look, the evolution of football means that we've got some more speed into our halfback line with Coleman and, and Wilmot, and means he's not there, but it doesn't mean that he's not going to have a huge part to play in the history of if they win this premiership. Yep. And there's some Eagles greats there as well, including none bigger than Nick Nat oh, John I, I saw him a little bit earlier. Kane, he's a monster of, oh. a, of a human. and yeah, Never got to play in one either? No, he didn't. He and, didn't. I don't, you know, yeah. we, we saw, you know, the glimpses of, of Nick Nat Nui and what he could do in the, in the game, but we didn't see, you know, that consistency because of injury and a couple of North Melbourne champs and, and Tarrant played in a couple of different clubs. But Jack Zebel the heart and soul. Talk about Shinboda. Mm. Shinboda of the uh, century of Glen Archer. Well, this guy right up there in that conversation. Jared Lyons, by the way, just as we watch the players come around, has been confirmed as the Brisbane Lions sub going in today. So. Isaac Smith and Luke Dalhouse, premiership player for the Western Bulldogs. Mm. Isaac Smith. He's had a good week, Isaac. We've been <laughs> down at Crown throughout the week. Uh, Dwayne Russell's going to join us and Isaac's been uh, part of a few functions yeah, down there. he would have cashed in. <laughs> and, uh, what, what, a perform- what an unlikely North Smith medalist last year he yeah. was. He was just on fire, particularly early. Dangerfield was great as that game went on. Phil Davis is there as oh, well. Matty DeBoer, Matty DeBoer as well. The newest AFL commissioner, yep. which is going to be confirmed in... In March, he's, so he's a very got a smart man. Big role to play he has. in shaping the game. There's another North Melbourne great in, in Ben Cunnington. What a player he was. And, and Harry Sheasel as the rising star, also getting his recognition, North Melbourne best and fairest winner Strong. in his first season. Remarkable. So when you look at the impact that he is set to have and hopefully can turn the North Melbourne footy club around with a number of those other youngsters. And there's a couple of brothers. <laughs> The Kurnow brothers, we're seeing Ed, who's retired, and Charlie, of course, getting recognition as the Coleman medalist. And a little bit disappointing in the final series, Andy, but I guess he, he yep. was carrying a bit of an ankle injury, but just wasn't able to do what he did in the home and away season, unfortunately. It is a great day. I, I was next to Reece Shaw when I did it in, in 2015. Okay. It's a moment that you, you won't forget. The, I did it in 2010. I got to the Collingwood Tears. Who you I uh, can't remember, but I <laughs> but I got to the Collingwood Cheer Squad and they all gave me the bird. So. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> a couple of the AFLW superstars, Ellie Anderson uh, going solo, uh, Hannah Ewings and Jesse Wardlaw, the rising star and leading goal kicker, and Ellie Anderson, the MVP. And now the great Joel Selwood, who, what a day he had 12 oh, months ago. I mean, extraordinary, oh, wasn't goodness. it? Well, four-time. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. <laughs> And just, he's, he's got the resume that I'm most envious of, I reckon, Joel, because from the minute he turned up, he just won. About, about eight out of ten games he played, he won. His exit from the game was the most impressive I've seen in a long time. Perfect. So good. It was Perfect. so good.
And just so knowing good. when his time was up, I mean, easily could have gone again. But, yep. you know, you can see what happened to the Cats this year. It wouldn't have been as enjoyable as what it was last year. So uh, his reflections on what it takes to win grand finals and the great teammates that he was with is worth listening to if you ever get a chance. Speaking of worth listening to, it's always worth listening to Mike Brady at this time of the year. Let's uh, hear the veteran belt out his famous tunes. The footy There's a lot more things to football than really meets the eye. There are days when you could give it up. There are days when you could fly. When you either love or hate it, depending on the score. But when your team run out or they kick a goal, holds the mighty roar. going to continue to belt it out we need to clear some commitment so we don't miss any of kiss i'll tell you there's some uh there's some time-honored issues in grand final week ticketing matters injured players and mike brady it wouldn't be grand final week in melbourne without him uh if footy is your game listen up telstra and the afl are teaming up to support local footy clubs across the country introducing telstra footy country grants where from next year junior and senior afl clubs nationally can apply for grants to support their footy club from a total funding pool of $2 million in 2024. Whether your club needs a new line marking machine, new netting behind the goals or resources for your volunteers, these grants could help give your club a boost. This is a code-first collaboration to directly bolster the sport we all love, that being Aussie rules. Just visit telstra.com forward slash footy grants, telstra.com forward slash footy grants to find out more. It is the AFL uh, Nation pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles. 25% off most Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont's. Our grand final day presenting partners A Greyhound Racing New South Wales powered by the Ladbrokes Million Dollar Chase and OMF 100% comfy mattresses. This is Ben Rick. You're listening to the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final on AFL Nation for Elders Home Loans and Tire Power, your tire experts. Uh, your timing could not be better. Kiss is on the stage. Uh, they are doing their sussing out of this MCG stadium. They're taking it all in. They've got Kiss people up at the top of both scoreboards. It is quite the scene here at the MCG. Here we go, one of the legendary bands in the history of rock and roll music about to light it up here at the MCG. We're pretty confident, aren't we? They're going to do it. They're going to do a show here. 
They're going to blow it. Knock our socks off here, I reckon, these blokes. Looks the, like it. The build-up's good. The build-up's very good. They are ready. I, I just I reckon you want to get them going now. Uh, you don't want these blokes out in the sun for too much longer. That makeup is packed on, and they're, they're, not, they're not juniors anymore. They've, they've seen some miles, these blokes. So I reckon you want to get them out of the sun as quickly as you can. Right, here we go. Let's throw it down to the mighty kiss. most popular rock bands as you've never seen them before. The legendary band Kiss knew how to put on a jaw-dropping performance. They're known for flamboyant outfits, elaborate showmanship, and the classic rock and roll sound. It's been described as a performance for the ages. 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 The legendary band's last stop on their final Aussie tour. Tour, 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 tour.
we have told that Aussie rules is one of the greatest games on the planet, and you are some of the greatest fans. We want to hear you people shout it out loud.
if you want to hear the rest of the song, head off to Spotify. Hopefully it's not fleather out there. The pyrotechnics will be melting whatever they're wearing if it's not real leather. Uh, it is the grand final presenting partners, Cobram Estate and Alternally, bringing you all of the colour and movement before the 2023 AFL grand final. acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which the upcoming match is being played. We would also like to pay our respects to elders past and present. The 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final. Quintessential preliminary final thriller. Craig McRae's men will go to the Grand Final by the margin of one point. A perfect season at the Gabba is the launching pad to the last day at the MCG. It's a true heavyweight clash. It's a roar you can feel from the roots to the rafters of the MCG. We have got the finish to beat all finishes. Calling the masters of the close finish. Opposition teams can never, ever feel safe. Not until the final siren goes. The Collingwood fans know what's happening. It's transfixing. It's paralyzing. And it's nine points and closing. They have the stars. Jordan Degoe and Nick Dacos. The champions, Scott Pendlebury and Steel Sidebottom. And a true leader of men, Darcy Moore. The pies are the full package. Chris put the stop edge through it onto the boot. Had good direction about it. Brisbane. How could any team stop this forward line? Danaher, Hipwood, Cameron, McCarthy, Bailey, Rayner. It's stacked with X-Factors and match winners. Then there's the midfield. A two-time Brownlow medalist, Lockie Neal. A premiership player, Josh Dunkley. And the safety of Harris Andrews in defence. Pulls the kick to Danaher. 30 out, directly in front. Joe to light the gabber up. Brisbane are in front. What a salvage mission it's been. McCluggage got the handball to Zorko. Standing start round the body goal. Hand pass for Charlie Cameron. Wheels around and goal. Strike up the band. Collingwood versus Brisbane. Craig McRae versus Chris Fagan. Live from the MCG. Welcome to AFL Nation. Grand final day at the MCG. The smell of sulphur might last till Boxing Day. Kiss. I don't know whether we got away with it or not, but it felt big. It felt big as a, a build-up to this most anticipated of grand finals. Collingwood and the Brisbane Lions. You're on AFL Nation for Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tire retailer. Jared Waitley with you. Dwayne Russell is by my side. Hello to you, Dwayne. Jared, that's a hard act to follow. i got a tear in my eye, but you're asking the wrong guy whether it was good. That was fantastic. I'm not sure what they spent on Kiss, but they spent almost as much on the staging and the pyrotechnics and the flames and there wasn't a spare seat in the house here. It's not like everyone was still in the bars. They, there wasn't a seat empty watching that. They absolutely loved it. Robbie Williams was good last year, great last year, but this was epic. 
Oh, I'm not having that, but that's okay. okay. Everyone plus 30 was singing along in the stands, and that's all you can You youngins didn't for. quite get it, did you? There's a lot of explaining going on <laughs> to teenagers around the country right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of explaining. Jared Healy, hello to you. Uh, Jared, the one thing I did like, they had showed their social conscience, uh, and they had the zinc on, which was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. I mean, what an example zinc, to the Jared, kids it, everywhere. It wasn't zinc, I don't think. But it wasn't I like zinc. It. Yeah, no, it wasn't quite. Oh, okay. And speaking of which, you and I still got our makeup on from the grand final breakfast. So, a grown men in makeup is exactly what you're sitting next to here, Jared. So, there's plenty of men in here with makeup on now. And Kane Corns rounds out our quartet for the call. How are you, Kane? Uh, looks magnificent. Oh, I thought it was a great spectacle. Would be better at night. I don't want to be that person uh, right uh, now. The reviews are in, and from what I've seen on social media, they were reasonably positive. But now. It is over to business as a player. You're now focusing as you're oblivious un- underneath, Dwayne and, and Jared. That's the and first Jared. time your social media has been reasonably positive that's for it. quite that, a while. That, that's <laughs> it. There can be some positive things said on Twitter, and that was the case in relation to, to Kiss. But the players have got no idea what has just gone on. All they're focusing on is trying to prepare as normal as possible. Of course, that's really difficult to do in grand final week. You just want that first contest. You want that first touch of the Sharon. What a game we've got waiting for us today at the MCG. It's the day that we most cherish, and it feels like it's growing in magnitude, like yep. everything else this September. Just being outside and around people and just how quickly the seats filled inside. So, And now we're in advance virtually everybody here knowing that the parade of past champions and then the pregame entertainment, it, it just feels, everything feels elevated this September, and today's right there. I agree with you, Jared. I think the whole game is expanding rapidly. Uh, exponentially over the last, say, five to ten years. It's uh, it's just a, an event that's uh, equivalent to any other event that we've got in this country. And I think you're right about the lead-ups. I mean, when you start racking up expected 90-plus thousands for your prelims and your semi-finals, and the emergence of Carlton obviously helped that, and Collingwood being a power this last couple of years has also helped that. But uh, there's a lot of Lions supporters here, and they've travelled, and there's the old Fitzroy mob, and... Everybody comes together, but uh, even the AFL spending bigger on on the entertainment just makes it a uh, a standout event. And as you said, it has grown exponentially. How are you feeling about it, Kane? Well, I feel like the players are embracing it more as well. I feel like they're, they're really enjoying the moment and playing on that, and they're making it bigger as well. From the grand final parade yesterday where the Collingwood players and Maynard standing up in the back of the Hollocks, he's willing the crowd on. That would have never happened. We were told not to wear sunglasses, don't wear hats. Yet, Not that you had to keep a stone-cold face, but that's what you thought you were expected to do. You didn't want to be seen to be getting ahead of yourself from Mason Cox when he kicks a goal. He's up in the face of the opposition. So the players are buying into that as well. And I feel like Collingwood have brought into that all year. They smile as they enter the MCG, as they're coming on the ground. They are really in the moment. That's why I think this Collingwood group is special. I don't know what that equates to when the ball is bounced today, but there's you know, a willingness for them to really embrace a moment. And certainly they've brought their crowd along for the ride this week and to be fair all year. Kiss Mike Brady, a beautiful rendition of Waltzing Matilda, the pregame entertainment, unmissable moments for drink wise. You won't miss a moment 
if you drink wise. Takes a while to disassemble the stage. And what are we, 23 minutes away from the opening sign of the grand final of 2023. Our call team is dressed thanks to Ringers Western. They've got you covered, ringerswestern.com.au. You've been stirring things up this morning, Dwayne? Well, not intentionally, Jared, but when you get three of the greatest coaches of all time in one room together, it was like the ultimate dinner party guest list to have Chris Scott, Damien Harbick and Alistair Clarkson on lounges, uh, Jared Healy couch style. And it didn't take much to poke the bears, I've got to say. And when it comes to concessions, they're all competitive beasts. They want to win next year. Clarko's doing his best to win next year with North. He wants concessions. Chris Scott's doing his best to reinvent Geelong. He doesn't want too many other clubs getting concessions. And Damien Harbick's in the middle of it. He's got three flags in the bank, plus he's two as a player. He's heading up north where he wants the Northern States to get a little bit of a kickstart. So it was fun. The interesting part was... A lot of things that are serious are said half in jest. And they were said half in jest, but when they're read in print, and I know you've mentioned them and uh, replayed a couple of them today, uh, they're going to hold up in print for a while, I think, those words. Yeah. Is it, should any of these teams meet on the way yes. up in these rises, that they'll be quite a reference point to Grand Final Day 2023. It, yeah. is, it, is, the, it is the unsolvable puzzle, though. How do you, how do you balance up father-sons... Uh, all of those extra things that are fantastic, yeah. but how do you measure them with assistance? I, I, I don't think the assistance should be compared to that, but the, the I guess the academies around the country... Um, the It'll never be forgotten that Geelong were so lucky with father-sons. Well, Collingwood are doing all right right oh, now. I too. agree with you 100%, Jared, but, the, but those who want to hate on Geelong or yeah. have hated on Steve Hocking for changing the game... Uh, it's an easy one to go to, and I get it. I mean, if you don't like Geelong, you don't like Geelong. They did have luck with father-sons, but we do have to help the Northern States. You've been part of the growth of Sydney. I mean, that so much help was needed for Sydney. And now we've got North Melbourne who, you know, it's a, it's a good argument because I don't know what the what is the reality. Do they need help or not? They probably do, don't they? Well, the question is the latent period. They've been given significant help, uh, and they're going to get some uh, good kids in again this year. So do they need it, or is it a bit like uh, what they do with the Reserve Bank? They just wait and <laughs> see is, what yes. the impact is and then maybe go again. But uh, I've got some feeling that uh, maybe with the addition of a couple of um, people with serious experience from the football club uh, area may just uh, address this, and we may get, rather than just have this ad hoc assistance, we may have some assistance built into the, into the draft as it is. Our travel partner is Bargain Car Rentals Australia, the best price guarantee, no hidden fees, and Australia-owned, that's a bargain. Our team includes Sam Edmund down on the boundary today. I imagine still immersed in all the smoke from the fireworks. Sam, hello to you. Hello, Jared. Hello, call team. Blessed to be here, to be honest. A real air of anticipation and expectation down here. Just a hum of excitement. Peter Moore and uh, Lethal Lee Matthews uh, chatting in front of us here as well. So, Jared, I've got it at 28.9 at the moment, headed through... Well, potentially a top of 30 today. 31.3 remains our high watermark from 2015. The wind coming out of the north at around 30 kilometres an hour at the moment. So for those listening right across the ground, just a reminder, no late changes to either side as well. Lipinski, the sub for the Pies, uh, given Ginnivans into the 22. And Jared Lyons for the Lions, who go in unchanged from last week's preliminary final win over Carlton. Signet is powering the call team. Signet's MAG family power every moment. Australian designed, Australian owns. Kane, we were just seeing shots from inside the rooms. This 
Ken, does your mind go back to when it was you waiting your turn to be called fourth onto the MCG? You do. And a couple of times I had a horror experience as well, which you just don't know that was waiting for you out here. You think you've prepared right, you think you've done everything well, and then you get smacked between the eyes early. I don't suspect that is going to happen today with how mature and how good these two sides are and how they are able to withstand momentum with both teams defending as well as they do. But you just, you, know, you just think forward and you try not to um, send your mind too far ahead on how the next two hours can change your life. And then that's what happens because not only is it today, it's the bond that you have forever. And this week you run into players that have been lucky enough to experience it and you run into absolute superstars of the game that through just circumstance and a bit of bad luck weren't able to experience it. So you can't take this for granted. You never, ever know if you're going to get back here on this day and you never know if you're going to be able to experience that again. So you give everything you can. Don't worry about the weather. Don't worry about how you're feeling halfway through the third quarter. You focus on your first contest, getting yourself involved early. Critical contests are going to, uh, is what's going to win the game today and that's what these two teams have been so good at all year. So the umpires first out, Matt Stevick, Hayden Gavin, Simon Meredith and Robert Findlay. Uh, have you seen the stunt Amy have just released? Amy has created a star-studded stunt to rescue the match day ball, avoiding the biggest clangor of all. It's sure to go viral, starring some of the biggest and best AFL personalities journeying across Australia in a hilarious mission to rescue the ball. If you missed it, head to Amy YouTube. It's just been shown on the big screen here. The Lions leave their rooms. They punch a pair of boxing gloves that hang up over the doorway that has been their tradition at the Gabba and they are about to walk out onto the MCG Dane Zorko who has led so much of the time here in game 250 Harris Andrews and Lockie Neal are their leaders dominant at home can they bring that to the MCG and claim the first premiership for the Brisbane Lions in 20 years they have good support around the stadium, both old and new, both those from Queensland who have made the trip and those from the old days of Fitzroy who made the transfer in the merger those years ago. The Roy boys, the Maroon, yellow and blue, are out on the MCG. Yeah, and they look, you can see they're trying to enjoy the moment. There was a smile on the face of Cam Rayner. The others look a little bit more serious. Harris Andrews and Lockie Neal, first year as co-captains for them. But Dane Zorko's role in this is interesting as they sit down for that photo. If you lose, you want to burn the photo. If you win, that photo will have pride of place somewhere in these players' homes. But it's been a long journey, and Chris Fagan has spoken about that, Jared. Seven years uh, he has taken to get them to this point. Five years in a row in finals. They were a mess when he took over. He's moved up to the coach's box this year, and I thought I think he's coached really, really well. Yeah, it's been a great, uh, it's been a great performance by the Lions coach. You know, talking to him in year two, when it was still looking like it was going to be another building year. Two wins, three wins, five wins in the first year, and then similar in the second year. He was beginning to doubt whether or not it was ever going to turn around and happen for him, but it has, and it's taken a while to get to this final day, but he finally gets there. But the final day's great. 
But it's that lap of honour. It's that last yeah. 440 of your career that you want to remember, and that's celebrating running around this enormous stadium. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and he's been in control this year. De definitely coaching. He's calm, even though five goals down last week. You looked at him and he was measured. He assessed what was needed to change. I think the way that he addressed his players at quarter time. And they just started to take some risks with their ball movement. Now, will they be able to do that against this Collingwood side? Who bring the most pressure out of anyone? Are they going to pick off the early kick through the middle of the ground? What's Kitty Coleman going to do when he gets his hands on the footy? They've got beautiful ball users everywhere. And if they can get the footy on the deck in their forward 50, they have more talent than any other team in the AFL. And Bailey and Cameron and Rayner and Zorko and McCarthy can all go to town provided they get that footy on the deck. Collingwood fans just stamping their authority uh, on the MCG prior to uh, their pies running out. I thought the coach uh, got himself involved in a little bit of subtle psychology during did, the week. So Underdogs? That, uh, they thought that they were uh, probably advantaged. Underdogs, but advantaged by the weather. It was just a simple message, subtle message to the pies. And I still think it's a much bigger factor. I was talking to Jared about this earlier in the day. Kane, it's a much bigger factor than anyone is acknowledging right now. Well, Darcy Moore does the natural smile and the feel of excitement better than any I've ever seen. Think back to this occasion in 20 or 2002 and Nathan Buckley had the most steely glare that had ever been to grand final day. It's a beaming smile for Darcy Moore. His father led the pies to an occasion such as this. The majority of the crowd will be there for them. Make it legendary, make it 16 is the plea. The Pies back to a grand final. And their faithful are apt for it. It is unbelievable. I mean, what it would be like to play for this club is, is phenomenal. Is, I mean, and they, you can tell, look, they're waving to the crowd. They're waving to the cheer squad. They're embracing it. It's what we said pre-game they embraced it yesterday they've embraced it all year they tap each other on the shoulder they hug they clap and yeah it's definitely a different attitude than the old school days of that steely look down to business they just play with enjoyment and you can tell they live in the moment they're living in the moment right now and i suspect they may be the team that can handle the big occasion a little bit better today that that's my gut feel early um, and just look at them smiling in the photos. They've got stars across every line. Can their forward line, Jared, kick a big enough score to win? I think they need 13 to 14 goals today. Well, that's going to be the great challenge. And uh, we were reflecting on where Billy Frampton plays. And Billy Frampton may play forward. Uh, certainly it's the reason why Ginevan has come into the side. But Billy Frampton may go back because he's more comfortable across the back line. He's played that role for them again. But dabbling and mucking around with your back line that's actually got you here is one of the great challenges. But maybe you've got to be brave to win it. Maybe they need Jeremy Howe forward and Billy Frampton can just go back and uh, play that extra tall. And you can always make that change mid-quarter mid as well. You can make it early. You can make it early in the second quarter. If it's not working for Frampton forward, you can, you can swing that. You've got the sub there, although the sub's going to be interesting. How early do you go with that if it's not working because of the heat? and the risk of getting a, an injury that could hurt you. So I don't think the sub 
unless there's an injury, will be activated for either team until early on in the last quarter. These are our top two. Look at the ladder. Live your own way in the Isuzu MUX. First meet second. Collingwood and the Brisbane Lions. It's the first time since 2014 that has happened. That's for the seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Strange part is Penelbury's wearing a warm-up top, almost as if he's wearing the subs top. The sub normally warms up in a different top to everybody else. Pennells is wearing a different top to everybody else. And Lipinski is wearing a jumper. It's weird. Lipinski, the sub, would normally wear the subs. Lions is wearing a different top to every yeah. other Lions player. It, it's, it is Pendlebury's quirk. And sometimes side bottom has um, yeah. something else on as well. And um, Ginevan did the short sleeve. Smart yeah. move. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought he'd go the long sleeve today. But the beautiful headband he's got as well. For the game, whether anybody would do the smart thing and wear a hat. <laughs> because seriously, it is hot and a hat helps. Uh, Jimmy Steins, bless his soul. I mean, he wasn't uh, embedded and, uh, I guess, restricted by our culture. He wore a hat. Well, still side bottom does have zinc on his... Oh. He's well, got it all over the dome. Neither his head. head. And yeah. Oleg, Oleg Markov's hair is shorter than his moustache. <laughs> he shaved it right yep. back when the moustache is toilable. Just looking, Jared, at the uh, centre bounce brigade as they're going to go through their warm-up for Collingwood. How so important will, is that yeah, battle This will include be? some of the matchups for Corteva. Keep growing with Corteva AgriScience. Well, let's talk about that then because it's fascinating. Really strong on-ball group. They're powerful. They're thick below the waist. I'm looking at it. Look at Crisp. Look at Dugowie. Look at Mitchell, even I think Dacos, from observing him, has worked on that hard in the mm. six weeks that he had off. I reckon he's hit the gym. He's hard to tackle. Pendlebury's been that bigger bottom midfield for years. And side bottom and the other Dacos, Josh, will patrol the wings where I think they have an advantage. But then Brisbane, they, I mean, they focused on that. Rayner is into year six now, the number one draft pick. He's had six pre-seasons in the gym. Dunkley, they get in, Jared as that defensive midfielder who's been so impactful. The Dugowie Dunkley matchup will be one that I'll keep a close eye on, as will you. Yeah, I think the whole world knows how important clearances are. 90% uh, if, if Collingwood win, they win 90% of their games. If uh, Brisbane win, they win 88%. So I suspect it'll be a hell of a lot closer to that and it'll be decided elsewhere. But uh, there's no question that Mason Cox, he's always been a great tap ruck when he's never worked hard enough. For, not never, but uh, in recent years, he hasn't worked hard enough to justify the position. But after a little shake up, He's working really hard, and I think he gives them uh, great service uh, in and around stoppages. I'm just noticing they're practising, basically going to Dugowie almost every time, trying to go forward. It won't just be Dugowie, but uh, they will really try to whack some pressure on those early in the piece. I don't think we'll see Mitchell trying to tag Lockie Neal again. That didn't work last time. Pendlebury may do that, though. Pendlebury may shadow him when he's in, in the middle. But they're great matchups all around the ground. Mason Cox and McInerney, but Mason Cox has an assistant. McInerney's assistant is Joe Danaher. Charlie Cameron and Isaac Quainer, if it is to be, I think is one of the key, you know, top two or three matchups. And we know about system VC system, but that one I think will be pretty much a lock. Harris Andrews, who's he going to be on? Is it going to be Majacek, or are they going to put uh, the going to put? Um, who was it that came into the side? Frampton. Frampton, Frampton yep. thanks, Jared. Frampton forward. It's, it's you know, there's... You don't often see funny buggers in uh, grand finals, but I remember when uh, Robert Walls played Reese Jones on Dermot Brereton. It was a win. And it's it's something that can still come up and, and win you a game of footy. 
And then tactically as well, I mean, the Lions will like to have Coleman free behind the ball, but do Collingwood try and test that? Do they say, okay, we'll put Nick Dacos in the forward line, but we'll bring him up as an extra midfielder. Yeah. So we'll have Nick free at stoppage, essentially. You can have Coleman free behind the ball, but we're going to back in Nick to do damage around the footy and then burst away and give us first use there. And Brisbane go, OK, well, it's pretty scary if we're allowing Nick Dacos to come up free as an extra midfielder if the goal he's been taken care of of Dunkley. So, I mean, th those in-game coaching moves uh, will be fascinating. And, and for the Lions, you know, Lepich and Bolton calling those from behind the glass where it'll be Fagan and his crew upstairs doing the same. Both teams tactically really strong this year. No doubt Brisbane are better defensively this year than they have been in the previous years. Small forwards at both ends are really powerful. I, I get the feeling Billy Elliott is he's, he's due and he's, I don't think he's got a natural matchup uh, for them. Brandon Starsevich, I suspect, will go to him. But if that's the case, I'm not sure who goes to Bobby Hill. That will play itself out. But we know about the power at the other end with their smalls for the Brisbane Lions. But I think Collingwood smalls are relatively underrated as well. McCreary's a gun as well. Like, it's just the power that he gives. And, and Bobby Hill, if they get out the yeah. back and, and between you and the goals, look out. Paradigm Aralex Active Herbicide Reliable Wide Spectrum Weed Controller in the Serials. The warm-ups are about to come to a conclusion for the formalities. The warm-ups from Ream, Australia's favourite. That's steady, hot and strong. The ground is in beautiful nick here at the MCG. For Toro, count on it. It's come to hand rather delightfully for the last Saturday in September. Count on Toro to get the job done. So they come over to the members' wing to observe the formalities. Peter Moore and Lee Matthews are camped with the Premiership Cup ambassador, Josh Kennedy, to walk the cup to them. One of the extraordinary photos during the week was Peter Moore up against his son, and his son's taller. Yeah. Now, Peter Moore's a dual Brownlow medalist as a ruckman. Let's join Hamish McLaughlin. Would you please welcome Premiership Cup ambassador and Sydney Swan Premiership player and former captain... Josh Kennedy. <laughs> Representing Collingwood is a two-time Brownlow medalist, member of the Australian Football Hall of Fame and father of the Pies skipper, Peter Moore. <laughs> Representing the Lions is Australian Football Hall of Fame legend, member of the team of the century, and the man who took the Lions to back-to-back-to-back to back to back premierships, Lee Matthews! The AFL acknowledges the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional owners on the land of which we gather today, and pay our respects to elders past and present. We acknowledge we play our game on this land, and respect the cultures of all First Peoples, their contribution to our nation and to the game of Australian rules football. To conduct an official welcome to country, would you please welcome Uncle Colin Hunter, Jr. I'd like to start by acknowledging that this afternoon we are meeting on the lands of my ancestors, the Wurundjeri people, and I'd like to take this opportunity to pay my respects to my elders, both past, present and emerging, elders from all nations, but I particularly want to pay my respects to everyone gathered this afternoon. But I'd always like to acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us. I'd like to acknowledge them and pay my respects to them. Women, Jekyll, welcome. 
Wurundjeri Bullock, Yeoman Kundi Bick. The Wurundjeri people welcome everyone to land today. Wurundjeri no 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 Bunumbo war, Kundi Nagnak, Dilbin and Bick Bullock Boar, Tilikan. The Wurundjeri people want to look after and protect the land as they did long before. Wurundjeri country extends from the inner city of Melbourne. It goes across the mountains of the Great Dividing Range, west to the Werribee River, south to the Mordialic Creek and east to Mount Borbore. And the Wurundjeri people are part of the Kulin Nation and of the Walrong Language Group. And why I'm Wurundjeri country, you're most welcome to the traditional lands and the waterways of the Wurundjeri people. So woman Jack are welcome. Enjoy the day. Thank you. If you're able, would you please rise, remove your caps, and join with Kate Miller-Heidke as she performs the Australian National Anthem. celebration of our way of life as we prepare for the Australian game its climactic moment of 2023 beautiful scene setters with the formalities down on the ground and of the players broke there was one last embrace Darcy Moore and Peter Moore in the middle of the MCG which was a lovely moment what might we have as an unmissable moment today for Drinkwise? You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Who could conjure it, Jared and Kane? Well, Brisbane's scoring power. That's what Collingwood will have to be wary of today. I mean, they are everywhere. An unmissable moment for me is the likes of Cam Rayner. He's terrific in the air. He can bomb a goal from 54 metres out on the run. He was amazing against Port Adelaide in that first final. He grabbed it away from them. Feel like he's coming to his own and he's built for the big stage. So he's one that could provide us a couple of unmissable moments. Well, the season started with uh, an injury to Jeremy Howe. And I, he got that injury taking a spectacular uh, attempted mark. I've got a feeling he may uh, go one better and take a spectacular <laughs> mark to just ram home the fact that he is one of the all-time great aerialists. And what better day to uh, make your mark, stamp your authority... Then grand final day in the in the realms of Chesalenko, you beauty. <laughs> I love it. Darcy Moore's just embraced with a dual Brownlow medalist. Now he's shaking hands with another. Locking Neil joining those ranks during the week. The toss of the coin ahead of the grand final. It has been won by Locking Neil, and the Lions will kick to the punt road end where their stronghold is in place. There's been a blustery northerly throw blowing throughout the day. Um, 
it's very difficult down at ground level to know exactly how that affects things. It's the direction in which the breeze is blowing from the scoreboard above. And Simon Black stands <laughs> here, our mighty roar. A little incursion from the visiting <laughs> tribe. I Look love it. it. <laughs> our major partner is the TAC. Don't use your phone illegally while driving TAC. Give us your final word. Jared Healy, Kane Cords, our experts for local expert. Get a job well done with local experts. Well, as much as this is a team v team, I think there's a third uh, a third uh, opponent for both of these clubs, and that is the Heat. The side that handles the Heat, the side that can run when the lungs are absolutely busting, when the legs are burning up. It's a side that can continue to power run that will get this job done. Really interested in the interchange benches for both sides. So for Collingwood, Cameron's going to start on the bench to Big Ruckman, which leaves a lot of responsibility into Mason Cox and how they rotate those two is going to be interesting because Oscar McInerney is an underrated player. He's a star of this game. The ruck battle is going to be interesting. And Nick Dacos forward is a surprise. Well, that's he might come up to the stoppage, though. Um, no, starting inside the, the, the starting 50. That was our pregame show for Beaumont Tiles. 25% off most Aussie-made floor tiles at Beaumont's.